At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's up, guys, and welcome to the NGMI podcast, where three boys talk about stuff. We're actually, we're more like men than boys, but today we have a, a little bit of flavor not just three dicks in the room we got our mom yeah how do you go about <laughs> wait okay you gotta hold the mic oh sorry <laughs> that's all right should i redo the intro was that weird three dicks in the room is kind of weird yeah. because how do i respond to that our mother's in the room scott scott i don't know you're you're open we always talk about the first time you called me and when me okay and Jack so were... we have three dicks and one puss Ew, mom. Is that right. how I respond? I get it. I get it. It was it was an uncomfortable thing for me to say, and I take it back. My bad. You, this Thank is you. your doing, Scott. One old one too. If that's even Whoa, closer. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> so you had a trip out here. You were in Thousand Oaks, right? Yes. Doing I some babysitting. Well, they're young men, so I wouldn't call it babysitting, Whoa. but I was with them, and um, yeah, my nephews. Did you do any, anything fun? I watched him play soccer, and he umped a baseball game, and it was pretty cool because um, all the boys played soccer. Uh, you played soccer? No, I didn't. My one son did not play soccer, <laughs> um, but the rest of the four boys played soccer, Do you and have, it brought back memories. Weren't we all pretty bad at soccer, too? I scored a goal on my own team once. <laughs> I, I've done that on hockey as well. Um, <laughs> so we both suck, Scott. S Scott was not um, oh. <laughs> roller hockey worst ever what i wasn't worse you no no you weren't worse well <laughs> scott was too oh, i was young i was like seven or eight or something i know I? but you didn't have that instinct of kill you know you i think you even mentioned it on I'm, one of your I'm vlogs yeah, he you said, he, he said todd has it but he doesn't he knocked into the kid and then stopped and went over and apologized tried to help Aww. him up i didn't know i was just a little kid playing a game that i didn't know anything about all right you guys should have raised me watching hockey then i would have known that you were supposed to beat the shit out of the other kids <laughs> and that was the first time i met jocelyn and of course she thought you were extremely sweet which you are and she is and you're talking about stepmom jocelyn ste yeah stepman yeah. stepmom jocelyn and <laughs> me i'm like what do you mean sweet he should have like kept going it's a fucking whip <laughs> he didn't Bro, kill him son. hey if i was playing the game now I'd probably do the same thing. I, I, I used to do the same thing as well. I didn't want to like run into anyone, so I'd always like try and go around them. <laughs> I was I was awful at how'd hockey. you manage in wrestling, kind of being a, a nice guy. Wrestling was just it's I just I, I knew it was a sport, and I was trying to kick some ass. And when it was wrestling, okay, was like, please tell the story when you first wrestled the first female. I was just gonna say that. <gasps> what is oh, that story? That's wrong. You, don't, you don't remember? No, you wrestled. A you girl. remember it? I was in the stands. Scott, I, Scott, I must have. I must have tried to block it out. Scott, what before happened? the game, was telling mom like how she's he's like nervous to wrestle like his girl because like obviously don't know what right. to do with that. And Scott gets out on the mat, and I remember like the match starts. And mom was watching. She's getting all like upset on the stands. I'm sitting next to her, and she's going, "Just fucking grab her, Scott! <laughs> <laughs> we 
to put his hands. Right. You know? <laughs> and then after that, Scott flipped it, and I was like, ah! It's it's such an interesting co-ed sport when yeah. you do have to wrestle mm-hmm. the opposite yeah. sex because I didn't feel like I was allowed to touch her anyway. Right. Like you I don't, don't want to beat up a girl, but you also don't want to get beat up by a girl. Right. She ended up being supremely good. Supremely good. Did I win, though? Um, no, you won that one, but she went on further huh. past. Mm. She became really good. There was like a, a legendary, not legendary, but she was like a really, really good wrestler. Her name was uh, Victoria, I believe. And at your school? Not at my school, no. But she wrestled in some of the tournaments, and Todd had to wrestle her because she was small, and Todd was like a 103 pounder at the time. Or maybe it was 112, but like... How old? Uh, Probably sophomore. sophomore. Year. Sophomore twelve pounds. Todd was really small. Like he he grew up. Really? He grew a lot more. <laughs> really later. Yeah. But I remember him being it's like a ten year old. But he was so like he was nervous too. And then it was a really good match. Like he was wrestling really well. But he got beat and like he was so pissed because he thought it was like a technicality or something like that. But the girl was like really was really good. good. She went on wow. I think to mm-hmm. do like college wrestling and like Damn. I think some sort of like Olympic wrestling wow. so oh, wow. no shame in that no shame in losing to a girl i did uh, an arm wrestling match against a girl in middle school which i i let her win and nice. i was so embarrassed like i didn't know how to deal with it because then afterwards i was made fun of for letting her win but i didn't want to like right yeah beat her either i don't know this is like awkward yeah. well, it's an awkward situation kind. that's kind yeah i yeah. think took it yeah. took the high road if you're you're kind in favor of other people, then you get shit on yourself. That's what I've, I've come to learn. You know, you, you stick up for someone, you are nice to someone, then people look down on you as weak. I forget what sports you played. Uh, swim team and lacrosse. Ah, yeah. yes. Bad football. mom, bad mom. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I did football a little bit, but I got headaches a lot, so I stopped mm. doing that. Because you got hit in the head or because you just got headaches? I, th- I think just from like tackling and like practicing, I'd always have headaches. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Scott's dad did not want him to do football. Because I was so it bummed. Was, yeah, he did not want you to do football. But it turns out that wrestling is um, dangerous too. <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. Wanted, he, <laughs> so. won, he was like all nervous about you like breaking an arm or something. And didn't you end up like breaking something in wrestling? I shattered my kneecap in <laughs> wrestling. And, and, and our brother Dave. And David, and David. David was like doing a practice run and he went mm-hmm. in and the guy broke his leg. And George's like, yeah, this sport's way better than football. Wow. Dave, Dave was wrestling a kid that was six years younger than him yeah. or something. But he was nervous. He was, it was nervous. was his first time ever doing a tournament or any practice. It was the first time, like, wrestling, really. Mm-hmm. Like, he'd done a couple. Dave or like, the other guy? Dave. David. Um, but the kid was, like, a little kid that didn't know what he was doing either. And the kid, like, right. shot in on his on his leg. But his shoulder, like, hit my brother's shin. And yeah. he was, like, a little kid. So, like, a bone hitting a bone is, like, an you know, right. it hasn't developed properly yet, yeah. you know? It's not yeah. ready. And it, it was really funny because there's, like, a wall in between, like, a curtained wall. And I remember me and Mom were, like, walking back and forth, like, just, like, looking at different matches and stuff. And Dave was going up to his match. And we walked on the other side. And we just hear Dave go, ah! And we walk back, and he's just on the ground. <laughs> I remember right. you, Mom, like, going up to him. And he's like, I'm never fucking wrestling. Well, <laughs> We, we Did he quit after that? No, no. you kept going. Oh, okay. After a while, but we, have, we can't bypass this part. Really? Me and mom were sitting there watching the match like, get back up. Why are you right. such a fucking weird? <laughs> right. Why are you being a pussy? And that's I will uh, forever feel bad about because your dad, of course, is concerned. You you think it's like a re- role reversal, you know? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. come on, David. You it know? looked like nothing happened, though. Yeah. Right. So... I just wanted him to keep going. And right. then he goes to get... um 
they're, it's not doctors. What are they called that? Uh, the school nurse, basically. The and, and it was a guy, and he was actually pushing on David's bone, just telling him, you know, it will be okay. <laughs> and then ends up... Does it hurt? And then he gets an x-ray. It's he, like, broken. lifts his leg up. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. So we were both like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have been yelling at him <laughs> to keep going. I can't believe you remember that. I would like some of those things that I to did be to be forgotten. Because <laughs> 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 it's like, oops. Did you ever have any like weird like weight cut stories with wrestling? Because I know that's a, that's a hard thing. Um, we're not supposed to cut weight with a sauna suit, but I did that a couple times where you put on like the plastic stuff and you just sweat. I, I'd like sweat profusely and I think it comes from my brain telling me I have to lose weight for this match. Right. So like now I sweat a lot when I work out, but um, I didn't really cut weight except for my freshman year. I was supposed to wrestle one twelves and I cut down from one nineteens to one twelves. Mm-hmm. I made weight. And then my coach was like, okay, you're going to wrestle nineteens instead of twelves and gave someone else the 12 spot. And I was like, <laughs> 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 like uh, I was so bummed. But then from then on, my coach had me wrestling like one to two weight classes up so like i was not a technical wrestler i was more like strength based so like if mm-hmm. someone was like he had me wrestling like heavyweights and the 215s when i was sitting around 170 pounds so i'd have to like <laughs> eat more so yeah. that i could bump up oh, okay to bigger weight classes but let's get off of wrestling because no one really yeah. gives a fuck i didn't even like watching wrestling and i was a wrestler so well there is one funny story though you're in a wrestling tournament and and it was an important one. And um, I'm like, come on, baby. And you literally like were wrestling and turned your head over like, <laughs> what are you saying, mom? And then Stop. went back to it. Stop calling me baby <laughs> while I'm <laughs> fighting. Immediately. <laughs> That's so funny. There was like the tournament too that we, we hosted at our school that dad was the, the he did the speaking. Oh, and he's yeah. great at it. Yeah. Oh, it was so funny. He was like, all right, next up on mat number five, we have uh, Andrew Parker from Costa Mesa versus, oh, my son, Scott Sire. <laughs> He's going up, match five. Good luck to the other kid, but more luck to Scott. <laughs> <laughs> he wins. <laughs> it's like, he's just like goofing off on the mic. He, 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 would, like, he was like making jokes the whole time. Everybody loved him. but when No, was, he's yeah. so good. And he's, he's so, he really doesn't like to go into public places, but he actually is so fun he's super to listen funny. to. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny to think about too. Like, I think this is kind of similar to me as well. Like I'm not a very, I'm not very good at being social in like any sort of social situation. Mm-hmm. And I think dad is like good at it now. Cause he doesn't really give a fuck anymore. Like yeah. it's so easy mm-hmm. for him to just say what he wants and joke around. But like he did like drama in school. Did really? he? Yeah. He, he was like in like school plays and shit. What I didn't fuck? know that. Huh. You were married to him for how long? Who cares? Not long matter. enough. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that detail. What roles did he play? The fiddler fucking, on the roof? I don't know that much. <laughs> the Beast from Beauty and the Beast? Could be. I don't know. All I know is he did like drama class. He did stuff. something. Okay. Your dad reminds me of the, the cartoon movie Up. The old guy? Yeah. <laughs> He's so getting, much. That's not a good Carl. comparison. It <laughs> is. It's He's getting there. So, he looks just, it just reminds he me like of him. He has the square head. <laughs> square head and if you wear the glasses. If you, we get the square glasses that the guy wears and he'll definitely look just like it. And he's got a big... Golden Retriever mixed got the shoes dogs. Too. Yeah. Is he grumpy like him or no? He can he can sound grumpy, but he's like usually joking when he's yeah. Grumpy. Oh god, ah, you fucking idiot! Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 always jovial. Actually. And his house like kind of flies away sometimes. 
Oh. With balloons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you have any embarrassing stories of Scott or Kevin that you can tell? Preferably of Scott. Wait, what, we what want if, some gossip. Before we get into embarrassing stories okay. about us, okay. how's life been? You know, yeah, how's life what's been, been up sure. since uh, we, we grew up making vines together? How's life been since that ended? Well, when, I, when I moved out, you moved away. What's what's you life guys been like? Moved man? out, both of you. Yes, Scott yeah, and I moved out did. together. <laughs> I, um, I miss everybody being in the same house now and i could actually cry it don't cry it used to be it used to drive me crazy sometimes because there was always something going on there was always somebody at the house Mm -hmm. i was always fixing food which i love to do um and then it got quiet yeah and then it felt lonely does that make sense because sense. you're as a mom you want to always fix foods like when people came over i would you know be fixing foods or doing something right. and then other times i'd be like oh my gosh they're playing minecraft and they're screaming and yelling and who's cussing up there oh it's somebody in another <laughs> part of the world <laughs> well just to clear this up we weren't in the minecraft era when we were kids that was but that's, other that's games later. you that know was, what we i mean were in halo, gears of god war, of war yeah. gears of war kevin was yelling you're dickless you're dickless. You have no dick. <laughs> I remember there was one time Dave was like, I was watching David play Gears of War on the TV, and I was like too young to be watching that anyway. But I was watching him. See and another it, bad thing on me. You were busy. I was. <laughs> I stuck behind you. But David's in there, and he, he, David gets into the games. He always has. And I remember he's sitting there playing, and someone was in like some like crazy ass spot like sniping him like on on like cooldown, yeah. and he started screaming like cussing like crazy. And I'm sitting there going. Oh shit! And then I hear mom stomping up the stairs. She goes, "What is going on in here?" And Dave's like, oh. you know? There was there was lots of that. Dave would yell at the games. Mom would yell at us. Mostly you guys, not really me. I was such a good good kid. I always thought that you were a really good kid until I started drinking. Well, not even I didn't even that didn't even catch catch me off guard even on that. But that is a very funny story. If I could tell that one story, which I've told many times Where you about me up, you, slap me. Yeah, go ahead, go for it. Yeah, Wait, I don't so, know it. Yeah, we can move on to that. But yeah, I get what you're saying about everybody moving out and like missing that. I because I, I also think about we've talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah, my did, recurring right? dream about like. My brother is like falling off the cliff and me not being able to catch him because it's yeah. just like I felt like I like left everybody behind almost. But, kind of but you us. didn't. And, you know, the divorce, I mean, let's put it out there. I, I seem to, you know, I have one, I have two. Todd's lucky because I didn't have any kids with him. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are good. You're stuck. <laughs> it's the kids that break you apart. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's our fault. So you definitely was blaming like, us. Did you find yourself going to any new like hobbies or something after the kids leave? You know, I've always liked hiking and walking, but but really no, just more walking and exercising. Because hey, that's good. And gardening. Yeah, and gardening. gardening. I also think you got to stop. You feel it feels like you think that it, like something is like your fault. Like it's like I you do. did something wrong by getting a divorce, and I don't. I think that's a terrible thing to think I, for yourself. I still do. Getting I still do. getting divorced no. because you don't feel like you're in the right relationship, and then maybe doing it a second time. Yeah, doesn't change anything. Like it doesn't mean anything about well, you as a person. It means yeah. that the relationship wasn't working out. And you didn't want to be in that relationship anymore. Don't but you? Th- we're but we're still all friends now. That's yeah. good. Don't that's you think it'd part. be worse to stay with a relationship that? 
two people don't want to be in and kind of they could rub off on the kids and stuff that that would i think be worse that's true too because also like look how we turned out kevin's fucked up Dave's fucked up. <laughs> Jack's <I'm>... fucked up. <laughs> Jack is really fucked up. <laughs> it really, I really messed Jack up. <laughs> yeah, it's all the way to Chicago. <laughs> but no, what I'm saying is like, I feel like everybody's doing fucking fine. Kevin is like killing it. He's crushing it in college. Doran's doing great. He's in Long Beach going to college. Yeah. Dave is flipping careers. Married. He's, he's been in so many different careers. Yeah, he is. He's married. He, he bought a right. house all during COVID. This is pretty, that's pretty impressive. His wife cuts Kevin's hair. And his She did a pretty good job. Fixed up your guys' job. <laughs> the she point did is, a great job. If anything, we fucked you up, you know? I think, we're all, <laughs> I think we're all doing fine. You're the one who's going cuckoo over here. <laughs> so I am good. Um, let me move to a story. Okay. What's yes. the story? I've got two. Well, one uh, about you, which you've heard a million times, but Scott did have a few drinks. He took a bunch of... John Joe had a golf tournament for the Harp Inn. Mm-hmm. He runs a bar. He's a bar owner. The Harp Inn. Yeah, the yeah. pub, right? And so he took a whole bunch of uh, little vodka bottles. Didn't realize it, but he went out with his friends, and I got a phone call. It was that- a Halloween night, Okay. I got a call, mom, from one of the dear friends. I can't get Scott up. He's across from a school. And outside? Yeah. Outside. On the sidewalk. On the sidewalk. And we're worried. Yep. Must have been a good night. (laughs) So when I pulled up there, um, his friend said, I I can't get him up. So I had just walked over to him. <laughs> Slapped him in the face. He kind of jerked up, and his friend said, "Oh, I didn't think of that." And I said, "Get him in the truck." <laughs> <laughs> Slapped the shit out of me, man. Well, the, I think it was more out of fear that a cop could come right. because you were right across from the street of passed out on a sidewalk at well, yeah. night. Just to be clear, it wasn't like I was like outside of a school, like drunk or whatever. Also, I was what eighteen. Yeah, well, it was an elementary school that you just, that wherever the party was, you had just... It was like the neighborhood, you know, you walk around, like Mm -hmm. all the kids are like walking around the neighborhood, drinking. And it was late at night. It was early morning, right? Or something like that. It must have been like 12 or 1 o'clock at that point. I mean, I don't know. But but the best part of the story is, is that when his friend brought him home, we had a dog named Guna and she was older and incontinent. And sometimes she laid on her little bed in the living room and Uh peed on it. So that's where I told them to put him. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like waking up in the morning. I walked downstairs and I was in the kitchen. I look over. I was like, "What the fuck?" Scott's on the, the dog bed. <laughs> He's on the pee bed. Yeah. Well, I woke up and I went to my other bed, where I should have been put. <laughs> well, they would have had to take me upstairs. So yeah, it just would have wouldn't have been kind for me to do to your friends. <laughs> yeah, that's what. <laughs> you gotta you gotta be very kind to the friends. Um, it's fair. It's fair. I was laid down in my dog's piss because I got pissed drunk. It's, it's a good uh, yeah. metaphor. And then I had like an intervention. My stepdad had a conversation with me the next day about alcohol poisoning and how it could kill you and you drink too much and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and because they just were pulling out bottle, empty bottles of these yeah. little vodka bottles. Well, the story behind that is also, and I still kind of do this, is when nobody else is ready for the next shot, but I, I'm kind of like addictive personality. If it's in my hand, then I'm like, I'm going to drink it sort of thing. Like I had the backpack full of the little bottles. So we were taking shots together and then occasionally I'd be like, I'm just going to have another one. 
myself. And, and that, you were that was probably the first time you had ever got drunk. That was the first like time that, I ever right? fucking blacked out, passed out, threw mm-hmm. up, woke up feeling like I was dying. You, you fully blacked out? I mean, it was a long time ago, so I don't remember the night at all. I, now, I would but, imagine that yeah. you blacked out. But yeah. That seems scary. But also, like, tolerance wise, now I can drink and not get drunk like that, but still not remember stuff if I was to drink a lot. Mm-hmm. But I would never, like, I don't, I've never had a night like that in the past 10 years. Like, I, I don't. You wouldn't do that. Pass yeah. out or whatever. Neither have like, I. <laughs> <laughs> You're a non drinker. Yeah. I've, I've never had any of that. So. Do you not drink because of watching Scott and. No, only- like, people did- always ask me, like, why I don't drink or, like, why I'm not, like, <clears throat> into, like, that whole, like, scenario or, like, mm-hmm. the party vibe or anything. It's just, it's never, like, there's no reason. I just don't, not into it. Yeah. I feel like, like I had to have, like, been uh, setting maybe a good like example so- for you in some way <laughs> yeah, by a negative maybe example. Like subconsciously, but. I've never really thought about it. It was something like, like I remember when fr- people like first started drinking in high school. I just kept thinking of like the fifth grade, like when they'd give us like wristbands, like say no to drinking, say no to drugs. <laughs> and I was like, these kids are Dare. stupid. Like, yeah, we we're not supposed to be drinking. And it, like, I think that just kind of stuck. I was just like, I don't yeah. really want to drink. And yeah. your dad owned a pub, and you didn't ever like the atmosphere in there. I still don't. And I work there. (laughs) So you say you don't know why you don't drink or you just don't like to drink. But I do think there probably is some subconscious there where it's like, you know, when we were drunk after Dave's Mm -hmm. wedding, you were telling your dad, no, don't have another. You can't have another. Oh, yeah. Like you obviously it's kind of instilled in you. You don't like to see people drunk beyond their coherency. You know, like you're. Well, at a certain point, it. it gets kind of embarrassing. Especially when it's your dad. Uh, but, but Kevin is very stubborn sometimes. So yeah. this was the wedding, the night before a wedding, right? Right. And but, yeah, the night was. that you got hurt. But <laughs> but John Joe wanted to have a shot. And Kevin's in the background. No. Come on, Kevin. He was making like no. noises. He couldn't even talk. I was like, come on. Like, I got to get him in the car. I was like, I don't want to drive him home. But Kevin can have that. A face it's not loud he's not angry it's just simply no no yeah <laughs> he's firm so when you have kids oh. 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 <laughs> have you ever heard kevin scream in anger at anyone or anything no. besides when he was like a baby and he didn't want to eat his green beans i don't get angry too much no i i think you do get angry but you don't you don't you scream you don't just, yeah you don't you, shout it out it's all inside what are yeah, you angry about like I'm not angry about anything. What are you so upset about right now? I'm having a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Things what are sounds, going good. What's the like last thing you can remember that like made you mad? That made me mad. Getting caught stealing. Stealing? <gasps> oh, that's right. You never did that. Who did that? I don't think any of you guys stole that I know of. You know. I told you. You stole? I pulled a euphoria. You know how they... Uh, they okay, you guys don't know this because you don't watch it. But, <laughs> um when I was, again, 18 years old, I think when we didn't have alcohol, one of my friends would drive to the liquor store. I'd jump out, run in, grab a box of beer and just run out and get back in the car. And we did that at like seven different liquor stores until one of them I went in and tried to, and I'm like such a jackass too. I like walk into a liquor store and like grab a box. And I was like, I'm just going to walk out with this. Okay. And the guy's like, no, the fuck you're not. And he like pulls a gun out of his cabinet. And I was like, all right. I was just kidding. 
<laughs> that happened? That Jesus. legitimately real life actually happened. I'm not making it up. Did that it was, scare you from stealing again or did you do it other times after? I was in such a drunk and jovial mood that it didn't really matter to me. But also like wow. I after cuz it was always like I was drunk when I did it. So I'd wake up the next day and be like, "Ooh, I feel like a fucking asshole." I think I I did it a few times and then I never did it again. Like it was like a Damn, I don't even want to. Like, I did it at the Seven Eleven that I used to go into. Did your friends encourage you to do that? Yeah, it was funny. Were you the bad influence, or did you have bad influences? Everybody was a bad influence on each other. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I don't think I would ever hear you tell somebody to go do that, even as a joke. I don't think they would do it. I don't think you would have it in you to tell somebody to do that. No, I would never tell someone else to do something. You would do it instead first. of me doing it. Like it would always be like someone else's idea that I would do or it would be my idea and I would do it. I would never be like, oh, we should jump off this bridge into the lake and then it not be me the person, not right. be me that was the person to do it. You know, like uh -huh. I definitely wouldn't encourage someone else to do something dangerous if I wouldn't do it myself. So at least that's good. <laughs> I think I kind of do egg on my friends sometimes. Never like stealing or anything, but like I think it to is To go funny. talk to that girl. Go talk to that girl. I think it's funny when like yeah, there's like a scenario like bring something up like I'm not doing it because <laughs> usually I'm not like on I'm I'm not drinking or anything so it's like they always like want to do something and as soon as they bring something up I go yeah that sounds like a great idea like go do that yeah <laughs> just watch from afar there's there's a, such a position of power that you're in as the sober person I'm always the the driver you're always the driver always but also you're just in control of yourself and everything that you're doing that so was, you, you I won't think, make a stupid decision but I mean I think a big reason for me like not drinking is I like to just be in control I don't like like being out of like my own like a uh, mind yeah you know yeah I like yeah. to stay grounded a also bit. legally you can't drink of so course. Oh yeah, there's the that point <laughs> <laughs> I also didn't drink till I was 21 so Wow. Just like you, buddy. We're the, doing good. The first time I drank, do you remember, Mom? 14. No, I was... <laughs> 10. I, was I was 17 in... It was in high school. My It was my senior year of high school. And I was like, Mom, I think I'm going to do something stupid tonight. I really want to try oh, drinking. Yeah. And oh, like... you asked your mom? You dropped me off at the party. And you're like, okay, just like be careful and call me when you need to ride home. Because you're, you're a fucking cool mom who's going to yeah. let me like try it without you know in a yeah, safe environment but, but when i look back on that was that a cool mom or should have i been no no well, i think that's good because i think parents that are over strict and like forbid that stuff and ban it i think that backfires but but Definitely. i did know where he was going i was picking him up right yeah, you picked me up and i was like i don't even feel drunk but i was so talkative like <laughs> yeah. so you were like well, you're definitely a little drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I agree with like, if you were stricter, it would have made me like want to do it. And I would be going behind your back versus like, just yeah, very lightly. You know, I, I had the one mistake Halloween night where I drank so much, but right. for majority of the, the majoritatively, if that's a word, sure. You know, like, <laughs> you know, dad had quit drinking when I was 10 or 12 mm -hmm. and so he was super, super against it. it was like, don't drink. You can't stay right. at my house if you're drinking, blah, 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 mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff. Whereas I felt like, well, now I want to drink because you're saying like, I can't even live right. here if I drink and yeah. like stuff like that. So like having a different, a more comfortable sort of, you can drink if you are safe. Instead of making it a big deal, like other countries, they have wine on the table at an yeah. early age, right? right. So it's drinking is not this 
big thing. It's yeah. just like you're having a, a glass of wine. It's you don't need in to Europe, get. Europe, the drinking age is like sixteen, mm-hmm. or maybe eighteen. I don't know, but it is younger. Well, it's just it's more acceptable, so it's not made to be such a a yeah. thing, you know, yeah. a rebellious thing. Whatever you're going to do when you're drinking, yeah. But and I... then you look at Lucas. He, your dad was okay with him. I wouldn't say okay, but he was less strict. He let it go, it. kind of after the the first one. Mm-hmm. He's like, maybe if I'm just a little looser on it, then he won't drink quite as much. But <laughs> I think that it all comes down to it's not even like how the parents really react to how you're drinking or whatever. It's more about what kind of personality do you have? Do you have this gene in you that makes you overconsume? Yeah. And like, and you definitely had the gene because I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scott has it. <laughs> but on, on a serious note, your dad and, and myself, like any issues I've ever had in my life is from drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not, it is poison. It is. Like getting it's, drunk is your body trying to like shoot out the poison in your body. Well, it's so interesting too. Cause like you're an anxious, nervous wreck. You drink sometimes to mm-hmm. kill the nerves dad's on prozac now after getting off of the alcohol because he started taking anxiety medicine because he thought that he was going to crawl out of his skin because right. he was losing his fucking mind without any sort and of vice that's why to shut I think down he was drinking it was self-medication for him that's yeah. i mean that's primarily it's self-medication plus addictive personality so it's like yeah i want to chill out a little bit with a drink and then also once I start, you can't stop. I just can't stop. It's like yeah. a Pringles. Once you pop, you just can't stop. Pringles, <laughs> Kevin. Do you think that's any of the like worry or uh, what do you mean restraints like you have addictive? of drinking? Is you might be addicted to it, or you might get addicted? I don't think so. No. no? Okay. I mean, it's just not something I've ever really been into. I just, like I said, like I don't like the like whole losing control. And I think especially when like it first started and stuff, because I didn't drink, I'd like mm-hmm. watch all my friends and like how fucked they'd get, and I'd be like, yeah, it's not like I don't really want to do that. Yeah, and I don't want to wake up the next day and people be telling me what I did. Right. Yeah. And I, yeah. And they're always like hung over and shit and like yeah. saying how like the next day they feel like shit. And I was just like, well, I feel great. And I had a great night. Like <laughs> I, was, I had great the whole time, you know? Yeah, it makes sense. And I think a lot of people like, especially like high school age and like later on, like when you go to the parties, they're like always super anxious and like nervous, which like you obviously are. So like mm-hmm. a lot of people just drink just to like get some liquid courage right, going. Ease the nerves. But I just kind of like pushed through. I was like, if I could not drink and have fun, then like, it's like double like win. Yeah, you're courageous. Double win. It's like a sure. double win. That was that was. You're exactly right. You have to like push through those situations in order to like get comfortable in them. Because now I can go to I can them. go to parties and I do have fun and I can be outgoing and like have fun and dance and do everything that I want without drinking and like doing all that shit. Yeah. It's so right. hard to imagine you going dancing and stuff. I love dancing. Yeah, let's hear moves. <laughs> every time I every time I say like, okay, Kevin, dance for the video, he's like. I love dancing. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that a good or bad thing? That's. Good. I mean, I don't know if you're like the, the greatest dancer in the world, but I mean, it's. it's <laughs> maybe, cool to me. maybe I shouldn't it's be dancing. Confident. I'm gonna start drinking. <laughs> we shame Kevin into drinking. <laughs> no, 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 no! Don't do it. Don't start. Well, you said you had a couple embarrassing stories. What else? Oh, you had? Uh, one no, was, was a second. One was well. Let me tell about Kevy because oh, yes, he was um, well. He's a great student now, but he wasn't <laughs> always a good student. No, right? He sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, <laughs> it was so challenging. Tell me about it. It was hard. <laughs> he would do his homework and it would be in his backpack, 
and he'd go to school and it never made it to the classroom. I don't I know what happened. I thought you pretended to do your homework. You like would write shit down on it and be like, okay, I'm done. And then like put it back in your bag. You no, know, there like was, there was a lot of times where I did the homework and I'd bring it to school and just not like I'd forget to turn it in. What? And it sounds crazy, right? But he, yeah. he did that all the time. All the time. Did you ever cheat on tests or quizzes? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I did Aww. almost what? everything. But obviously not very, not very well because I didn't do Phone. good. Did you pass that class? <laughs> I passed all my classes. I've never failed a class. Yeah. Any Ds? See? Mm. Well, mm. maybe I've gotten a D at one point. Mm-hmm. Not in high school, though. <laughs> so the story, just that was the, the start of it. He didn't do well all the time in school. Sometimes he did. But I would be checking his backpack sometimes. You know, typical mom. Let me see your backpack. Are you organized? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and try to organize them. So he would lay it out. One was um, on the floor, and he'd put out his stuff. And I went to go do something. I said, "Get out X Y Z." And then I came back and I looked through it, and everything looked good. And then the following week, I was cleaning, and underneath the couch was the paper that was an F or a D crumbled <laughs> up under it. And all I could think of is, you know, it was I was angry, but it was too funny because I'm like, you know, if you're gonna do this, you have to be smart enough to go back and get the paper I when, when I'm not when around. You me and you started yelling at me. I was like, fuck, like. I got away with it and I left it there for a week. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was almost in the clear. I think there was even a time during the week I looked at it and go, oh, I got to move that. But I'm going to get that later. Like, I'll remember. That's but so that's funny. where your mind went. Well, mom but, was like constantly cleaning too. Like, that's what yeah. she did at home was like cooking that was and like one. constantly cleaning up stuff. Like, so like you leave something under the couch, she's going to get it. I'm going to get it. Yeah. And I think as busy as I was with all you boys in the house, that's what kept me going is like I always, I had to have something clean or tidy, make meals. It made me feel, I think, useful as a mom. And that going back to the divorce thing, I think I did too much for the kids. You included, Jack. Yes, of course. He's like, you weren't even present in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I think some moms or dads, parents do that because there's a subliminal guilt. So you do too much, you know, you're not, you're, you're picking up their clothes and, and picking up the glasses and not telling them to do it and teaching them. I don't think I taught you guys how to do some of um, things to make you more efficient as an adult, you know, doing your laundry and I learned. Yeah, well, you learn, and I, I think, but I think I did too much for you guys. Maybe Kevin and Doran lived in with you and John Joe, mm-hmm. so they didn't have a split household. Dave and I split like week to week or weekend to week mm-hmm. days. Mom's house, Dad's house, switch off weekend to weekday, and like then week. it just became when, wherever, whenever type thing. Yeah, sometimes. that was times later on. That was towards like when I was like eighteen. Then it was mm-hmm. like that, but um, I mean, I remember. A lot of the time, I would be, I mean, we would be told to do the dishes over at Dad and Jocelyn's at your house. I remember helping do the dishes sometimes, but a lot well, of times you would just do the dishes. I would just do the dishes, and sometimes I think you guys actually wanted to help do the dishes, but I'm like, no, no, I got this. Yeah, or it would be, it would be <laughs> no, no, I got this, or like, you're just, just going to get in the way. 
<laughs> no, not, not that voice. Not so gremlin but... Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I think part of that was because I had my routine. My efficiency was boom, boom, get it done, move on. Yeah. I remember times being told to clean dishes at George's house. Like, I'd be over there and be like, all right, you got to go do some chores. And you're probably like, I don't know how to do the dishes. <laughs> I know how to do the dishes. It's funny because like... Work. Even now, like living with my roommates or I have an assistant that does dishes sometimes and like I'll be explaining to them like, all right, you still have to scrub the plate before you put it into the dishwasher because it's just a desanitizer. It doesn't get the shit off the plate. Like, yeah. And and like I'm cleaning up after Jack. I'm picking up her clothes and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I I have a lot of like the mom gene where it's just kind of like you you just want to do it yourself. Well, and I also feel better when a place things are organized. If it's not, Definitely. I feel chaotic. Yeah. It feels mm-hmm. like I feel unsettled. If I was sitting here and I saw stuff over there, I would have to literally get up and go pick it up. And I've done that when we've had big guests and family events. Mm-hmm. I'll be talking to somebody, so I'm staring at you and you're chatting away. And the corner of my eye I can see a picture that needs to be straightened. <laughs> Does it? No. We, we didn't hang it very well. We call that MOCD. Mom Mom OCD. <laughs> Are these wires tripping you out? No, I'm good with them. I'm good. Yeah, I'm okay. just not looking. <laughs> you need to cover it. I And I think the other thing for me is I always wanted everything clean because I thought that's how people based on their thoughts about how I was. Like if my home was clean, my kids were taken care of, they had to have their homework done. Right. And I think I was the one that was always yelling at you boys to get your homework done and get things done. I feel that, and this is just my perception, I felt like that was my job because nobody else was making sure that you were gonna do a good job in school. And that was my job to make sure that you did mm-hmm. because I was the mom staying at home, so. Well, have really you, sucked. Have you seen the show Modern Family? No. So there's a Phil Dunphy and then his wife, Mrs. Dunphy. I forget her name. <laughs> Fuck. But um, Miss Dunphy? They get in arguments about this because she feels like she needs to be the bad guy. She's always the one who's yelling at the kids to do their homework, to clean things up or whatever it mm-hmm. is. And the dad get, just gets to goof off yeah, and have fun with That's exactly like how that. I feel uh, it yeah. was with your dad, with John Joe. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I agree that. with her and I haven't even seen the show. Continue on. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think that is definitely like a, a part of parenting is where like one parent usually is more of the bad parent. Not, not the bad parent, but like the bad guy in the situation versus right. the other person. Um, and then like John Joe, obviously that was part of the thing was that he was always at the bar working or like at nighttime, he wasn't even there because he was at the bar working. So obviously yeah, you you're know, the one taking on the brunt of the, but it sucks because in my mind, I thought I was the best because I was doing all of that. You right? were the best. You were the best. Thank you. (laughs) You were the best. Thank you. Link to that one, Jack. (laughs) But you also think, um, you know, but those are the memories you guys have. You sometimes the yelling or the, you know, yelling at you guys might be more of what you remember as opposed to all the times I've took you on hikes and walks and I'd say it's the opposite. I don't remember any like I don't remember you yelling at me at all. Oh, it's because like, I never did. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have yelling. I just scratch all of that. I, I, I do always remember, though, like going on walks and going out for lunch and stuff like that. But rarely, like, I know you yelled at me for like school and stuff, but like that was to me, like, more so like 
yeah, I do need to be doing my shit. Like, at least someone's telling me to go do something. Like, I need to do the homework. I have some very fond memories of you being, like, a very hardworking mother. So yeah. when your first divorce with my dad, we moved into that apartment complex, and you were working, uh, I think, real estate and working as the... Like resident manager, manager ran, 32 resident apartments manager of the apartments. So you were like working on two different jobs, struggling to pay rent. Like we were just kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, we were going back and forth and I really wanted Pokemon cards and like we didn't have money for that. But I remember, I remember you this. going and like taking me to buy a couple packs of Pokemon cards. And I was like so happy I was able to do that. And it was awesome. Like it was, so, <laughs> it's like, it was so like I knew how hard you were working and I was like, I was the oldest son i still am <laughs> yeah you but, were but i but I, but I remember always wanted to like help in ways that i could but you know i'm too young to go to work and stuff at that point but but the you know it always showed how much that you wanted to make us happy whenever whatever you didn't have enough money for all the things all the time you would do the things like take us on hikes when we didn't have a lot of money or like you would scrounge up money to buy me a pack of Pokemon cards because that's what I really, really, really wanted. Like, so I don't think you did a bad job Thank of being you. a parent. Great job. Um, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> those are the memories that I have. Yeah, I remember you yelling at the other kids because <laughs> <laughs> I was such a good kid. But like, that's minute. I feel like you gotta yell at your kids too. You have to. You, can't, you gotta I give him a kid without either. yelling at all. You gotta give him a spank or a smack every once in a while too. Well, you guys, I never spanked mm-hmm. you guys. I did slap um, Scott in the face. Um, to wake him up. He had it coming. <laughs> well, that was, on Vine was totally different, but. Um, she slapped me like 20 times in a minute. It took well, six seconds. Well, you told me to. <laughs> she will say, no, harder. <laughs> that one didn't look real or feel real. I want to feel it. And before you even had the video out, like his face was already red, so. <laughs> We'd have to cheat it where I angle it this way if she slapped me this yeah. way so that you wouldn't see the red mark. <laughs> It was bad, but when you were two years old, and it was just a reaction. You slapped me in the face when I was two? <laughs> you were, I was having a chat with you about something, and you spit in my face, and I went... <laughs> Why am I getting hit? Well, you know, I would do that. Sample. And um, your dad was so upset. I'm like, George, it was just a reaction. As I'm wiping the spit off of my face. You slapped the baby. <laughs> I think that's justified. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Uh, so I think that was the only other time because timeouts were really big back then. Yeah. And that's a really funny story. You should tell that one. What story? I just Do remember you... standing in the corner. Yeah, I remember that as well. Yeah. That was my timeouts. But then Scott, uh, David did, said, did it too. He said, I don't care. I'm like, well, you're going to care now. We're done with timeouts. <laughs> <laughs> and again, yeah. I didn't spank you, but it, you know getting in your face was better than doing some little time out i did give a pat on the tushy if they were walking out in the street because i'm like uh okay a little pat on the tush or getting killed by a car i think i'm going with the tush yeah what's better than what's better than a little or or oh johnny don't do that let's go home and do a timeout okay (laughs) yeah you know what's crazy about timeouts now is like we would have to stand in the corner with nothing, face the wall, right. and like that was like a that's a legit timeout. You don't yeah. get to do fucking anything. Now, 
They go into the room full of toys. Toys, computer, whatever. The timeout is like a parent will be like, okay, I'm taking away your phone for an hour. Yeah, that's the best. That's the best one. <laughs> you take away their phone, their Xbox, their VR. It was hell for an hour. We didn't even, we didn't like, you know, I sound like a boomer. I'm not. You're a boomer. You're millennial. Or wait, are you Gen X or boomer? Uh, X. That's an X. Oh, wait, Gen X is boomer, yeah. right? Boomer's yeah, just like this. Boomer's not an actual no, no, no. No. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is? Baby boomer. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh baby boomer. Baby boomer, <laughs> boomer, I think, is like. 66 or older. Say that's fast. Baby boomer, baby boomer. Baby boomer, baby boomer, baby boomer, baby boomer. Baby boomer. It's, it's uh, the generation born like right after World War II. So mom is Gen X. My dad is baby boomer. When you yeah. have um, Doran on, he can tell you it all. He retains all that information. It's it's irritating. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin and I are uh, Gen Z. You guys are both Gen Z? You're cool. Gen Z too? Wow. Yeah, I'm like a year in the cutoff. Uh, I think I might be before. Aren't I? No, you're not millennial. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, after, I mean. There is no next one yet. Yeah, but. There actually is. I thought They haven't is. named it yet, though. I think it'll be like yeah, the nine-year-olds now. Yeah, but I thought I was now. in that one, though. No, it'll probably be like the nine-year-olds. Oh, cool. It goes, We're it only five years apart. They're at least like 10 years. Woo-hoo! It goes baby boomer, Gen X, millennial, millennial Gen Z, and the next one's just going to be fucked up. These kids <laughs> are fucked. Yeah. So you retained all that information. I take that back. You're irritating, <laughs> too. Yeah. <laughs> Is irritating. <laughs> I am really irritating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry for being so irritating. That's well, okay. You speaking can work about on it. like not being good in school, I just got into Long Beach, so that was pretty good. Yeah. Wow. Oh, we didn't talk about that on the last podcast because yeah, you the, texted us, but yeah, we haven't. We were was had you already gotten in when we did the conspiracy theory no, episode? It was oh, just okay. after. Yeah, you texted us ago. like last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. Congratulations, my, my dude. Conditional acceptance. Superstar. We are, we are all super proud of you. Everybody in the comments is proud of you, too. Just read the comments right now. Yeah, I'm reading. Whoa. Read look at him. Congrats, look. Kevin. Can't wait to see you star on the football team. <laughs> Kevin, the quarterback. <laughs> well, it's exciting because, like, I never was good in school, so I never thought I'd, like, make it to, like, a college or, like, a university or anything. And I'm still waiting on a couple to hear back from, but, like, yeah. big for me to, like, actually get into somewhere but you got into the one that you wanted already one that i really want because i want to be close to home and also i can take my brother to school because he has a hard time like getting to school yeah getting home but do you know when you when you say you weren't good in school you did have some but you were so intelligent and you had it in you (laughs) to do it it. but but on some of the (laughs) some of the courses he was really good Mm -hmm. not in science home economics yeah, like home ec I was good in. Great <laughs> But the funniest thing is I hated like science classes. I took like biology and chemistry and I hated it. And now I'm a bio major and I love chemistry. I've but taken I think every chem class. Chemistry was one of my favorites. Offer, that was fun. Yeah. But don't you think a lot of it is the teachers? 100%. It's, it's how they get you involved and like yeah. kind of my chemistry. Kinda hey, Jack, you're interrupting my mom. She's speaking on the podcast right oh, now. I'm sorry. Are you okay? Oh my gosh. I didn't know you were Jack, honey. I, I want you to go out to the store and get some good pimple medication. Do uh, you know I have three different concealers on this pimple right now? <laughs> <laughs> three. Jack, you can't even see it. Your face is gorgeous. Don't worry about it. It's kind of like a Thanks. unicorn, but it's okay. <laughs> okay, I love you. I'll text you when we're done. When I'm you did, when you held up the phone and said, Jack, you interrupted I thought, my mom. I thought, I thought st- you were doing a bit. I thought I interrupted. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I mean, actually, it was me interrupting because I answered the phone. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I had realized that I had to answer the phone because I didn't text her before we started the podcast and she uh. had texted me back. I do this thing where like, 
there's a couple people on my like always answer list and it, jack is one of them because i'm like if she ever like is out and like she and, calls me she then i'm like you. Yeah. what you, if she needs you me need to who else is on the list who else not is on me the list? i can tell you that well i know you did yeah i'm not on there what? either just just saying. I'll call him and he'll text me. He's like, hey, I'm pooping. I'm like, and? <laughs> I'll call you back. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's only really one person I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I up, not upgraded. I got an Apple Watch for the purpose of being able to get a text message here so I can like go like this, check my message without having to like reach into my pocket. It's mom. I'll get back to her in two days. Oh, fuck <laughs> it. No, but the point I was getting at is like, I don't wear it anymore. I had to take it off because I was like constant, constantly yeah. like I'm doing this all the time. If I'm talking to you and I'm doing this, like I'd rather leave my phone in my pocket and also be yeah. a little bit less connected to my phone, you know? Well, don't you think it, if you look back at it, don't you think it adds more stress, a little like pressure on you that you have to check all the time? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 100%. The only thing I did like about it was that I could set a buzzing alarm on the watch. So if I went to sleep with it oh, and yeah. I didn't want to wake up Jack, then I could just. And it vibrates it would, on your hand. It would your wake wrist. me up only, but. Meanwhile, you know, she doesn't give a fuck. She'll put her alarm on at like eight, <laughs> seven thirty, and then I wake up and she doesn't wake up at all. I have to turn off her alarm. And ten minutes later, it goes off again. Yeah, and then she doesn't get up till ten. I'm like, why did you have a seven thirty alarm set? She's like, well, I wanted to get up, but I just didn't. <laughs> I have to. I turn on like six alarms. Oh, I do the same for like thing. five minutes after each other, so I like can't. Oh. I can't I, fall I'm back so asleep. bad about pressing like sleep and yeah. just going, like laying back to. So I like set like ten of them because I'm like, all right, well, yeah. I can't press sleep because they're gonna keep ringing anyway. <laughs> yep. yeah. Exactly. I've learned to be a little bit less considerate though because I realized that she's really good at sleeping. I'm the one who's bad at sleeping. So when her alarm goes off and it wakes me up, I can't go back to sleep. But when my alarm goes off, she doesn't even wake up. And if she does, she just closes her eyes and goes right back to sleep. (laughs) I wish I never had to sleep. Well, really? (laughs) Well, yeah, think about all the stuff you could do. I guess you could get a lot of stuff done, but as long as you were a busy person, but my Jack is, so you'd be fine. Of course, he's such yeah. a. He actually is a very. Uh, he's like a workhorse, you know. He's constantly editing. He's going out filming stuff, taking photos. He's he's like always doing something. I feel like. I think that's uh, my lack of like planning and scheduling, though. Like I, I think I think I'm, I'm not so good at that, that. So then it's always just chaotic for me, yeah. and it's just because I'm not good and organized with that. Do you do better when you write things down? Because I do. Yeah. No, I have to set reminders on my phone. It's like change the laundry, go do this, <laughs> go do the dishes. Because I, I like if I do something, I'll, I'll get lost in it. And, and do I you can't feel good when up. you check it off? Because I have yeah. it on mine too. <laughs> 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 and then sometimes I do other things, and then I'll put it on my notes on my phone so that I could check it off. <laughs> I've done that Seriously. too. I'll be yeah. like. I'll add waking up to my to-do list and be like, I checked one off already. Oh, man. Okay, well, I'm a little better than that. I'm yeah. like, I scooped kitty litter. Put that on there. I haven't, I haven't done the to-do list in a while, but I used to like throw in things and I'm like, this one will be easy to check off. Like, I know I'm going to do this today. It's not even like really a task. Damn. Well, I feel like we're getting a lot of, we're, we're talking about things that help us out here. Things that are good for us. Things we do to do lists. Yeah, I actually to feel better. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm like, oh, this was good. Yeah. You told me how you felt about me as a mom and that really made me feel good. So thank you. Well, good. You're my mom. So I want you so, to feel good. So I would lie anyways. <laughs> so obviously I'm going to lie when I tell you you were a great mom. I'm a great mom. Yeah. And that's not a lie. It's thank not a you. lie.
But what I was saying about the advice and the helpful tips here is that I think we have some questions from people yeah. Yeah. that might be. Well, it's for you guys, but I'll just chime in. No, it's for, I mean, it's I think, for everyone, but we would love some motherly advice and these people would as well. Yeah, I think okay. since it's mom is on the episode, we might as well give them the motherly advice and then yeah. we'll give them regular advice from dumbasses right. later. If you want advice for anything, then you should definitely follow us on Instagram yeah, there too. at NGMI Podcast and on Twitter at NGMI Podcast because we run these polls and ask questions on those <clears throat> social media platforms. Yes. It's the easiest That's way. That's right. I've seen some of them. It's the easiest way to get in touch with us. So just reach out on social media and yeah. then we'll post stuff about our emails or questions and answers on yeah all right let's get to the question i am looking for advice on whether you recommend roommates or not and do you have any roommate horror stories i am moving to go to school in the fall and need to figure out my housing is the financial benefit worth the risk of a roommate from hell what if i'm the roommate from hell i feel like scott has some stories on this one do you i mean I have stories about roommates and then not having roommates and stuff like that you have I roommates from too. hell with a dog that they didn't look after that shit all over the place <laughs> yeah. that had parties that crawled outside the window and into your locked room when you were gone. Yeah. Made made love in my bed. Well, I had a I had a deadbolt what? locked door with like a key and one of my friends went through the the balcony opened my window from the outside and crawled into my room and when i got home i was like what the fuck and like first of all why are all my friends here because it was like i lived with two girls mm -hmm. um they were also my friends but they were not like my closest like friends or whatever and so one of my friends suggested having people over at the house because he knew the other two girls too and then invited all my friends over there so i got home from work like i worked at the bar at this time so i got home at like 1 30. Mm -hmm. And people are just belligerent drunk in the apartment. One of my roommates had a dog, a basset hound, that would shit all over the floor in the house because it was it was meant to shit on the balcony, but the balcony was covered in so much shit that was never picked up that it started shitting on the inside of the house too. That's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. And, and it, I felt bad for the dog. I did too. But she loved that dog. She just couldn't pick up the shit. So you uh, would say spend the extra money and don't have a roommate. I think that... But you got a roommate now. I mean, I knew these people. They, they, like I said, they were friends. They weren't like my super close friends at the time when we moved in. And I probably shouldn't have moved in with them without knowing more about how they lived. I have friends that I lived with, you know, like Todd, Zane, Heath, Elton. Um, moving in with friends and people that you know can't into a nice house where you guys get to like collaborate, have fun. You're, it's like it, you're constantly hanging out and you can go to your room if you don't want to hang out anymore and it's saving you a lot of money on bills so like if you know the person you want to move in with great yeah. but if you're coming up with someone random like i've heard plenty of horror stories about like I yeah i think she's was. saying she's going to school so yeah. she might it might be like a random right. selected I, I've roommate always so that thought, could be tough sorry yeah. I, i've always thought like if i was going to like room with someone i'd need like my own room because i know there's a lot of dorms that have like multiple beds yeah, and you stay in the same room and i think without my own like spot i'd like lose my mind because right, i need like my own second for like yeah to get yeah. away from because like will, will a school just randomly select and just put two people together or i i don't I, know, I, I never I don't know, how, so that don't know works. how that works <laughs> you see it in like all the movies where yeah. kids go to college it's like oh you my roommate yeah like, yeah you know like, so i think it is like random when it comes to dorms sometimes that could be tough. I think that would be tough. I, I don't think I would like that yeah. at all because you could, your personalities could be so different. I also you got the feel nerd like the... and the jock. You got the, the scene kid and the... 
nerd nerd again <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess i would i would say if it's completely random i would say i would try and get your own place try to can i, I tell a story of when i was younger i had um roommates um in a house and it was it wasn't a good thing either because we all had our own rooms which was great but it was a house so we had to have a schedule it's me we're talking about right so schedule to mow the lawn you know because otherwise one person was doing it all and that would be me yeah. <laughs> and so we had the schedule but one of the guys was a cocaine dealer nice right so, so you always had a plug so he would bring invite his friends over to sample before the purchase and every time they did they would use the bathroom which would use up the toilet paper and i was so upset because i'm like i'm buying all the toilet paper this isn't fair because they're using it all up like i was young too so uh, my maturity level was kind of low how old were you at that point was it like a college age or was i'm um, 19 19 yeah damn yeah. yeah, so I would get upset over everything that they were using up the toilet paper for their samples. That's yeah. fair. I mean, yeah, roommates just tough. Because like, like you said, like you can kind of like get to know people and, and sort of like deal with them and their differences. But like living with someone and having to share responsibilities or doing the dishes, mm -hmm. sharing a bathroom, someone's messy, someone's not. Like and I, I feel I like know, that's where you really can clash. I know like yeah. a lot of people from high school that went to like college with their like friends and like they dorm together and i'll like talk to them later and they're like yeah like that didn't, didn't work out like they said like i still love school. him but like yeah i could not live with that guy like yeah. it just didn't work yeah. i i also think that okay like a dorm situation is a little different like you guys are going to school all day you're right. out you go to your dorm to like sleep or whatever right i don't know exactly you also go home right. on school breaks and stuff like that it's kind of like it's an experience that i think that you could you could get through Definitely. but i think if you're gonna move into like an apartment with someone then you're actually like living there and like you that can be a more solid of a pain in the ass. yeah all right this one's a little personal uh-oh but good for advice from mom um, for everyone oh from mom this is from a mom will the advice for this question be best given from a mom um a female perspective okay love to have sex in crazy places but boyfriend is too shy what should i do that's a mom question. <laughs> Go for it. You just gotta, you gotta, once you start, give them the taste of it. Just gotta ease them in. You gotta ease them into it. Cause he's um, insecure, maybe a little self-conscious or it could be uh, even religious based. He feels dirty doing certain things. So he's scared about getting caught and getting indecent exposure. <laughs> I was gonna say the same yeah. thing. Well, well it's mean, crazy well, places, not public. Oh, just crazy, crazy could be plate. like yeah. on a kitchen See, counter or something. Oh. See, when I heard that, I'm thinking in the thinking household oh. doing doing fun stuff. And because it gets women get we get bored. We don't want just the missionary. Same place, same time. Men get bored, too. Maybe. Do you? <laughs> I mean, it always feels good. But yeah, you like, <laughs> to spice, you like to spice it up with some difference. Yeah, but. But you can still have a, you know, your thing, an orgasm, where as a woman, if you're bored, you're like, oh, please get this over with. I want to get to the laundry. <laughs> I feel like just maybe try and meet in the middle, ease him into it, maybe communicate, talk with him about it, figure out where it stems from. Yeah, as, because as long there as crazy... could be a reason behind where he feels yeah. a little uncomfortable. As long as crazy places are like in the house, not like public area, then maybe it might be harder to convince. 
Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm so curious about the whole mile, mile high club thing because that seems like such a pain Dude, in the that's ass. That's impossible. And like you, you <laughs> both impossible. go into the bathroom at the same time, and, and like, everyone sees you, and it just like looks disgusted at you. And there's no there's way. no <laughs> space in there. I'd like to know anybody who has actually really done it. I understand like a private jet. You yeah, know, if sure. you're like on a jet with uh, like a few friends or something like that, and like you and your girlfriend go to the bathroom. But in a, one of those small bathrooms, and they always seem so like gross and dirty. Like, yeah. what, what are you, where are you doing it? How are you doing it? Well, sometimes you want to get gross and dirty, right? <laughs> but there, I mean, I'm sure there's someone in the comments who's done it in an airplane because they were like, Mile High Club, we have to join the Mile High Club. Like, right. how is it? Right. So let us know how it is in the comments. Okay. How to get a guy to want a relationship with me? I feel like I give off the vibe that says friends with benefits. These questions are too hard for me. Like relationship advice is not good for me. Oh, well, I think mm -hmm. once again, well, you've only been with one girl your entire life too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> These Jesus questions are Christ. for you. I've never been in a relationship. But you had. I feel like you can. Put you could still into have the a common sense yeah. thought on that. Kevin, what would you do? I don't know, like not be as sexual, I guess. I don't know, like how you give off that vibe as friends with benefits. Well, how do you feel, I feel yourself? Like friends with do you are not you... sexual? That's what I'm saying. Like not be as sexual. If you I want feel to, get... you would be more sexual to get them to not think you're just. Oh, friends with benefits. I'm thinking the friend zone. <laughs> All right. I was like, Very wait a I was okay. like, where is Jack going with this? Yeah, I was picturing friend zone the whole time. <laughs> okay, making me sweat. Right. Like I don't know, like try and be more like asked to go on a date or something instead of like. I don't, know. I don't know how you'd give off that vibe. Like, I guess just take it more slow. Yeah. I think that when you're younger, it's a lot harder to be straightforward because you're like, I don't know how to, should I just ask? Should I be this or that? Like, I think what's really important and that you learn when you get older and older is to be more straightforward about what you want yeah. and to let people know what you want ahead of time. Like if, if you're talking to someone that you're interested in being your boyfriend or girlfriend, then let them know that, like, let yeah. them know, like, Hey, this isn't just like a hookup type thing for me. Like I don't want it to be. So if that's all you want, then let me know because I, I would like to have more than that in the future. Like right. I want to see where this goes. I don't want to just be like a fling thing or whatever. Yeah, I agree. Like just being more straightforward. Like it sounds simple, but just saying like exactly what you want in a like calm and easy manner. The other thing though, guys, is um, girls will often put themselves out there wanting needing feeling love right whatever it is so they they just go ahead and do it and it's it's kind of sad i mean i myself when i was younger had done that and do you think that you're going to get into a relationship with that person afterwards and they're thinking like oh she's easy mm -hmm. she's fun yeah it is she's tough. cool uh -huh. i wouldn't even give that benefit for first that's that's <laughs> yeah. my advice to the person <laughs> don't, mean, don't go don't do it <laughs> i don't know as a as a female you we we bond sometimes quicker like you know we're we're making love and we're having fun and we're whatever together so i think you like me because we're doing that and we're going right. out to parties right. together but obviously you kind of don't you're looking at other girls and hooking up with other girls and it's you then you start feeling sad and depressed about yourself right yeah so if you're in a situation where you're hooking up with someone but then you know that there's like a we're not exclusive though so like i can be with other people like you know you'll get that yeah. sometimes from a yeah. guy you know how do you handle fights with your siblings good one for us Let's go with, do you have any siblings? Guys. Let's go with mom and uncle Tony. Yeah, you got you. You have a brother. 
I do. My uncle, of course. Sorry. Uncle Tony. Italian. He's not Italian. (laughs) Uncle Tony. Um, Uncle, well, you guys probably would have better advice because Uncle Tony was four and a half years older than me. So there was no fighting. There was just me being submissive to whatever, you know, like we would do war fights with our feet on the couch he'd always win or um, his friends would come over and let's play hide and seek Sheila and then I'd be blindfolded go in and they'd beam me with pillows you know so I don't know that's so you were just straight up bully but then there, there <laughs> but, was... but later on like we're adults now like and all that was funny that was like you know but you should also mention that even though Tony and you didn't get along great when you were kids he was also your great protector. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Because you had heard the story. So there's Tony. We He obviously loved me very much. Like anytime anybody um, bothered me, like I had a paper route when I was 10 and I would go around and the same house would always tell me that they paid me and I went home to my brother and I'm like, they keep telling me that they've paid me, but they didn't pay me. So that comes out of my pocket. Well, the next time I went, they paid. Um, so I don't know what he did. And another time, um, (laughs) well, it was a different time period. So friends all stuck together and helped Mm -hmm. one another when anybody was in need. When I was at elementary school, um, I won't say the name of the, the, because you know, it's on podcasts, but her friend, um, my friend, her finger got hurt in the bathroom stall and a day later, her sisters, and they were big Samoan girls, basically pushed me down, you know, roughed me up a little bit on the, the school grounds, let my brother know. Next thing I know, those two Samoans came up and apologized to me. <laughs> so, oh, and, no. and I never asked him what he did, but it was my brother that, like, uh-huh. nobody's messing with. Yeah. yeah, but, you know. Uncle Tony. <laughs> <laughs> you don't fuck with Uncle Tony or fucking you lose a finger or something, you know? Uncles with the cigar cutter. <laughs> fucking. But that was different. Like I said, what, I do this. <laughs> <laughs> so. I feel like this is offensive. I think just Italians do that. Do they? <laughs> you have to look that up because it's going to be on a podcast and a bunch of Italians are going to go, we don't do that. It means, what do you want? Fuck in, off. In, in <laughs> Italy, this gesture... Like. It means, what are you doing? In Italy, this gesture tends to be used in disagreement, frustration, or disbelief and can mean, what do you want or what are you saying? <laughs> Is that how you say it? That's what it says. What are you saying? You are doing something very stupid. Chicasa <laughs> Fai, what are you doing? So it does sound like it's something yeah, like you're angry used. at the person. Like, what's up? I'm going to start saying that when Jack's in bed watching Grey's Anatomy all day. I'm going to be like, Chicasa Fai, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you're developing bed sores. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so advice for siblings. Oh, advice for siblings and getting Sibling in fights. fights. No, no, you can even talk about your brother, David. Like, I didn't know that you would run it. Because you guys never really fought. You, I never had any fights, no. no. There was never any fights in the house. Right, Jack? Right? Mm-hmm. No fights. No. But, Jack never fought. But um, Scott, I found out later on, used to run into David's room and fart in him. Fart, fart in, in there. him? <laughs> well, open in, your mouth. <laughs> in essence, when you fart in a room, the poop particles are you're breathing it Gross. in. So. Yeah. yeah. So 
But you guys never fought. Brotherly bullshit. I, I never fought with like Doran, Kevin, or Lucas. I never fought with Dave really either. <laughs> but it's kind of that whole like brotherly love sort of thing where it's like I would kind of like lightly bully him, I think is what right. the term would be. Well, but it would be like I had a fart and I'm in my room and I run across the the, the hallway hall. into his room and I jump in front of him and fart and then I run away and like he's like, Oh, what the fuck? Don't fart in my face. Yeah, we never had like fights or anything, but always like little rough housing or like brotherly yeah. like bullshitting around. Like, you know, they'd take your, you know, Game Boy or something and, you know, hold it or whatever. Like nothing like crazy. We never I had feel, any fights. Yeah, I feel like siblings are bound to like fight and fight, bicker, yeah. but it's just kinda like sibling things. Obviously it depends on the situation, but maybe as you're an adult and you're grown ups it kinda the severity of the fight sort of depends on the yeah. situation and how you handle it. Yeah, and I think there was more name calling. But yeah. you know, that that was the thing like um Scott's dad George has a twin brother and I had never had that experience like Tony I mean he called me names when I was younger yes but I always thought that that's what boys did because his brother and him would you know dickhead meathead you know they always had names so yeah. when I heard you and David calling each other names probably more you when you were older right yeah maybe making like a pizza face comment which I in hindsight am like I regret because I remember he went to therapy and he called me and like talked to me about like the things that I did when he was younger. Yeah, but we didn't know. And I, and I should have known more, but I thought it was it was part of, you know, that's what siblings do. But mm -hmm. when I look back at it, yeah, I, obviously I still remember it. So it hurt. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, as as like an older brother now looking back at the things that I would say, which I didn't think were terrible things to say, but looking back at how he may have looked up to me more than I knew. Right. right. Some of the comments that I made had a bigger effect on his self-esteem than I meant for them to have. Cause it was just me goofing off, not realizing that they could be taken mm -hmm. more right. seriously than they really were. Like it's, it's funny cause like he had pretty bad acne when he was younger and I was always the kind of person that could look right through someone's pimple or whatever right. and not give a shit if they had acne. And like, I was always like, why, why do they care so much that they have a few pimples? Like, it's, it's not a big deal. And, yeah. But like, you know, making a comment about him having acne or something, I can, I understand that so many people are so like plagued and upset by that, that I understand why it would yeah. have bothered him in, in that, that like youthful time. And the standpoint that you didn't have any, yeah. like you, so you, were, you didn't get it. Um, yeah. And my brother didn't. And I was pimple face. I had all the names. So I thought that that was normal and nobody ever beat each other up. I've heard lots of stories about siblings punching each other and having knockdown fights. Yeah. We, we, we didn't have any sort of like physical altercations with mm -hmm. us growing up. I think it was just more unintentional psychological warfare. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. How to deal with a job you hate, because, but you can't quit because your parents won't let you. Ooh. Find new parents. Good no, advice. Find, find a, nice. I'd say find a new job. You know, like <laughs> try and substitute out. Very yeah. good. Instead of just dropping the job, find a new job because your parents will probably like be like, right. Okay, as long as you can, you know, yeah. find another job. I'm sure in most cases the parents just I'm want sure you it's to not be like, working. Yeah, so if you find an alternative, that I'm can sure be it's good. not like you have to work that job. Like, right. Just find something that you'd rather do. Mm -hmm. Unless it's one of those family business, like you're going into the family oh, business type yeah. jobs, then you're kind of screwed until you turn 18 and yeah. you say, mom and dad, I don't want to do this line of work. <laughs> I am not going to do this. I'm moving out of your house. Like it's kind of like yeah. if you have controlling parents like that, that are very much like you live in my house, you're my family, you live by my rules, you're going to do what I say. 
in that situation, sometimes it's kind of like you have to wait till you're an adult to be like, yeah. I can't break do it, this. Yeah. Try Kevin's way first. But if your parents say no, because it is a job like that, then you might have to deal with it. And try to find something good about the job because once yeah. you start thinking that your job is negative and you don't like it and you hate it, that's all. You walk up to the job and you're already thinking right. in a bad frame of mind. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got to think of the positives. What pushes you to choose a new job? What are the reasons you take a new job slash project? I think you kind of like fall into something that like you're either motivated to do or like something that you're interested in and like experiment, like go like do something in that area and yeah. see if that's like something you like. Yeah. Even just like spending more time, like even if it's a job you want, like just go to that place and like see how it works behind the scenes and see like, "Hmm, maybe I want to be a part of that. To work on a new project. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, the main thing is to find something that you think that you're going to be passionate about, give it a shot. And if you're not actually passionate about it, it then you'll move on to the next thing again. Yeah. And don't feel bad about moving on to the next thing. Right. Exactly. I, I would never feel bad about quitting a job that I just started. Oh, yeah. Like if if I had to do that and I found something better, I want I wanted to leave a job. Like, Don't get too just attached. Quit. Who cares? Yeah. Once you find the job that you really love, and not a lot of people get to do that. Yeah. You know, then stick with it, and then you're gonna do you're gonna do even better. You're gonna enjoy your life because yeah. that is part of it. Don't stick in a job that you hate. Yeah. Unless it's a family-run business, but that. Then <laughs> 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 suck it up. <laughs> How to make friends as an adult. Ooh. Oh, that's tough. I'm that's not tough. an adult, so I'm not really. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing this is like post college. Yeah, that's an interesting question in the standpoint. It depends on the individual. Mm-hmm. You know, the when I hear that question, the first thing I'm thinking of is autism, but that's not fair mm-hmm. because that's just a general question. Because I, I myself, I find it it's awkward to to meet somebody new and make friends with them, but. The way you do it, in my opinion, is doing an activity that you like. Like I love volunteering and hiking. Right. And I find those that were like-minded people. And just to clarify, the reason she thought of autism is because her other son, Doran, my other brother, <laughs> is <Doran>. autistic. <laughs> just in case, right. in case anybody doesn't know. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> Actually, more compassion about autism than anybody could possibly imagine this is something that i learned from being a social media person basically because i i never made internet friends when i was younger but like a lot of people who are in my audience and like uh watch what i do and follow me like they met through like enjoying the same thing like my videos or Mm -hmm. music right and it's just from like meeting people online they've started group chats and they talk to each other and like this isn't like the past of the internet where it's like someone dms you and you don't know a face there's no face to the whatever um there's no face to the username now it's like very much like you know who this person is that you're talking to like they've become friends and several of them like flew from different places to come to my most recent show in california like you can also make friends from your interests on the internet other than just like your yeah, find like extracurricular a, activities. Right. Find a Facebook page that's like for Marvel and find people that like Marvel with you. Just with them <laughs> things that you're interested in. Oh, that's no, what it has you're... to be. It has to be Marvel uh, or Marvel. I was just going to say that's, Marvel, that's what you're fascinated. Do you love, right? Yeah, I love Marvel. I love Marvel too, mom. I love it more than Scott does. What are you talking about? How many times have you seen Endgame, huh? See, like a hundred sibling fighting. I watched it on my phone <laughs> when someone got a screen of it through Facebook. I watch it on every single long fight I've ever been on. 
Yeah, me Yes, too. but Times Jack four. has underwear with Marvel characters on it. Yeah, well, I have, <laughs> I have, I have Spider-Man, me too, you too's thing. Who brought that Thor? You did, and you brought Spider-Man. Who Spider brought Man. the Spider-Man? You did. Yeah. <laughs> you did. Who brought the Pikachu? Me. I <laughs> <laughs> brought the Santa and the multiple photos of himself. <laughs> I like me too. <laughs> well, guys, that was a beautiful episode of Not Gonna Make It. That was. The NGMI podcast. I don't know about that name. Yeah. I have a hard time remembering it, and I feel like an idiot, <laughs> but I have to constantly go, Not NGMI. <laughs> and then I'm like, but what's the I again? Not gonna make it. It. And then I, I feel like I it's feel more so NGMI than not gonna make it at this yeah. point. Yeah. Let's find a new the acronym. Meaning. Could mean whatever the hell we want or whatever well, the hell cool. you want. Nobody gonna member ish. Not gonna. Ish nothing's is. gonna matter, idiot. That was the start. Nothing's gonna matter, idiot. No, it's good. It's we just I'm not really good. My memory is not good with that. Names aren't good. I'm not good with that. But I, I'm just telling you that I have a hard time. And I can't say it fast even. Well, luckily, I can't even say it right now. Thanks for watching, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you're listening, be sure to give us a review on the uh, podcast, iTunes, Spotify. Give us yeah. a thumbs up. Leave a comment. Let my not, let my mom know how she did because she, she's definitely going to be reading these comments. Yeah. She'll probably reply to some and be like, yeah. oh, thank you for saying that. Or if someone says something mean about her, then she'll be like, well, you're not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think so. <laughs> well, that is upsetting to me no i'm usually pretty good if people say anything mean about me but when they say something not nice about you i want to just rip their hair out <laughs> it's all right i can do it myself these days thank goodness <laughs> nobody's ever done that about you jack because yeah. you're you're my special lovey yeah i'm fragile too. Lovey. <laughs> <laughs> and this is our brainiac over here i don't know about yeah. that the little dentist how do we we should we should come up with like a closing line in gmi out Ooh, that's good. All right, do it again. Well, I'll do it on three. Wait. One, two, three. Enjima out! Wait, I said it weird. I said, did you? Enjima out! <laughs> okay, Borat. <laughs> it's smash. One, two, three. Enjima out! Enjima out! Oh, yeah, you can do the last one. In. No, I just, did we all say it like that? Yeah. Mm. No? <laughs> <laughs>